Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. Um, today's a really special episode. I had on Carolina um, Della Torre, and she speaks about trauma. She was actually in a car accident, lost her her father and her grandmother. Mother was in a coma for a while. Her brother was in a coma as well. This was actually on the news. It was a very high-profile case um, because they also they also had to go to court because they were hit by a drunk driver. Um, so she kind of goes into she gets she gets very personal with me, and I a hundred percent appreciate it. Um, I I it it was just it's it's I mean it's a mind blowing story. Um, Let's talk about some ads and then we will get back to uh, what Carolina and I spoke about. Um, this this podcast, sorry, lost my train of thought. This podcast is brought to you by Local Hub. Local Hub is a co-working community of like-minded professionals that are focused on developing mutually beneficial relationships. They bring small businesses and entrepreneurs together in their beautiful, chic space. Local Hub facilitates resources and networks. And I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I just ruined this whole thing. Local Hub facilitates resources and a network built to accelerate your business by offering workshops, skill sharing, and special events. For your free day pass, please visit localhubsd.com and follow them on Instagram at localhub underscore esco and at localhubevents. Another sponsor of the podcast is Popple, spelled P-O-P-L. Popple is a new, safe, and easy way to share your social media phone number and or payment information. Popple is a sticker that goes on the back of your phone, and when you tap it behind someone's phone, it directs them to your Popple profile. They also come in keychains, which is pretty cool. Um, if you don't want to stick anything on your phone, that's that's totally awesome. There, you can customize your links and people can text you, follow you, and pay you depending on the links that you have on your profile. This Life listeners get 20% off their order at popple.com with code thislife. I'm sorry, popple.co.com with code thislife, one word. Uh, link will be in the show notes. So if you're not really sure what Popple is, uh, with my explanation, you can go ahead and go on the show notes and check it out. Or you can go on popple.co, I'm sorry, .co, P-O-L-P.co, and check it out. So Carolina, Carolina and I get into uh, what happened. We, I put her in the hot seat. She had some pretty good answers. We get into, sorry, that was my phone. If you heard it, um, we get into what happened during, what happened after the trauma that she and her brother and her, her mother went through. Um, and also how she's living life now. Um, we talked about her, her job at Disneyland and, um, yeah, it was a fun time sitting down with her and actually talking to her. Um, me and her worked at the city of Escondido. Uh, we kind of knew of each other. We had run-ins together, but, um, I remember this happening in real time and I remember just, just 
it just impacted me so much and it's still kind of, I still think about it. It impacts me, um, you know, during father's day and during Christmas and when you kind of have your whole family together and when you're celebrating with your family and some people just aren't able to because of different situations that they've been handed and Carolina and her family, they're a perfect example of this. And we also get a little into religion, which uh, if you've been listening, I've kind of had a, not a, not a run in with religion, but you know, I've had my kind of thoughts on religion. Um, and she brings up some really great points. So I hope you enjoy. Um, and make sure to follow me at Mallorca Media uh, on Instagram, M-A-Y-O-R-C-A-M-E-D-I-A. If for some reason you're having a quarantine baby, <laughs> we all know the reason, um, hit me up for your, your um, what are those called? Pregnancy photos or maternity? There we go. Maternity photos. Um, if you're getting married this year, if you know somebody that's getting married this year, my goal in 2021 is to have 10 weddings booked. I have five so far. Help me get to 10. Um, really appreciate all of you listening and I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you. Let's go ahead and start it. That was... All right. We just talked for um, 10 minutes and it wasn't recording. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to This Life of Podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. I'm sitting down with Carolina de la Torre. Hi. Hi, once again. <laughs> again. Anyway, we are just talking about uh, how crazy kind of the start of, of the year has been and... Uh, I was talking to my friend, uh, Andy, and she was actually on the podcast and I told her that I was a, what I call it, a social arsonist, social arsonist. So my thing, <laughs> this is, this sounds so like, this sounds sick, but anyway, um, my thing is I like to kind of light a fire, like a social fire uh-huh. and then like sit back and just be like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> just like watch it. Yeah. Just watch burn. it like unfold and stuff. <laughs> and like, so I posted something. Um, I don't remember when this was, but it, it was a while back. Uh, mm-hmm. I posted something where there was, it was a store that was closed. It's next to Trader Joe's. It was this little boutique. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it was on his last legs even before, but, um, it, there was nothing there. And then next to it was a salon. There was nothing there. Um, and I tagged Gavin Newsom and I was like, Yo, Newsom, where, you know, where the check's at? Where's the, where's oh, the I help think I, at? I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yes. And a bunch of people were just kind of like. Some like I got from both sides. Uh-huh. It was like, yo, you have no idea, blah blah blah. And then some, someone was like, I think this was closed before. And I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, no, I I saw it when this whole thing first started. Uh-huh. It was there. Um, and then other people were like, yeah, you're right, you know, fuck Newsom. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I put, yo, Trump. I thought you were a man of the people. What happened? Yeah. You know, where's the where's the so then. Where's the things okay. shifted yeah things shifted when like and i think I, I proved that like everyone is just kind of hearing things and not listening and just being like yo what did you say <laughs> you, you white supremacist everyone's like on edge dude at all time. everyone's so on edge and it's like but i think it's important to be mad at these things but then also like listen yeah like okay why were people storming the capital yeah it's like oh because they're fucking morons um <laughs> but then there's also it's important to to note that there were people peacefully protesting now that brings it to the bigger point of like why weren't these people getting rubber bullets in their faces why weren't these people 
getting smoked out why why are people even mad about like the election being stolen yeah so i've just gone on rabbit holes and rabbit holes of like what the hell and then it brings up the other point see this whole thing is just like more complex than people think it is (laughs) um the other point where it's like you kind of get fed on the internet Mm -hmm. what you already believe yeah we were i was just talking to my friends about that like this past weekend actually like everyone that you see on social media just like your circle that like has the same perspective as you do exactly so you're literally just like adding fuel to like the same fire yeah. you know just like yes rt like yeah. Yeah, exactly so everyone's like on your, and you're like man i'm killing it so then we all kind of have that like oh like I'm no of, one's disagreeing with me exactly <laughs> exactly but then you but then you do the thing to the other side and they're like mm, yeah wait i thought you were you know i'm on nobody's side man yeah. fuck everybody um that brings me to my next point we're wearing masks uh-huh. i usually don't wear masks you have a situation where your job, you can't have COVID. Can't have COVID. I don't have COVID, but if it makes her feel comfortable, that's fine. I even offered to put up a thing, a plexiglass thing. Yeah, thank so you for offering that, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> I've seen it in other podcasts, but the thing is, like, I think we're losing sight of the human aspect. We're looking at all this other bullshit and, like, all these other people that are screaming louder than everyone else, and it's like, dude just put the mask on you're yeah. fine like the government Everything's is like politicized and it doesn't need to be like it's just caring about other people exactly and, i don't know exactly just and then we were like well i'm uncomfortable wearing the mask at the store or at the mall <laughs> i I'm can't like, what, breathe <laughs> what are you what are you doing at the store for that long yeah going to target leave come back or yeah. go into your small business preferred uh and Sport leave small businesses exactly anyway just went on a rant <laughs> didn't even let you talk um I heard you get cold easily, though. Is that true? No. No, it isn't? Oh. Well, that's what I heard, and that's why I'm putting you in the hot seat. Oh! <laughs> I actually hate the hot seat, but yeah. here right. we go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's open up to people. <laughs> this one's like less... I listened to the last one with Hannah and uh, Brandon. Go listen. Um, <laughs> and I felt like it was too... Like I told everyone I'm trying this out, kind of, and I felt like it was too, like... Like it was a job interview. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to, like throw questions at you okay and you didn't you didn't see this before right no no it's only one two three four five six seven eight nine nine questions only (laughs) okay let's do it (laughs) nine questions ready hot seat here we go ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hot seat okay what's the last thing you ate um oh my gosh i had for lunch uh i think it was like melon like cantaloupe yeah for lunch that's it well no i had something i don't remember what else i had you're on the hot seat you gotta say it Oh my gosh. Oh, aguachiles. Oh, oh. Yeah, I had that for lunch today. Good one. Okay. Sunrises or sunsets? Sunsets. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Who do you idolize? Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, not sorry. <laughs> I hate Beyonce. That's rude. I know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, boom, triggered. Um, <laughs> but I love Jay Z. Oh. oh. <laughs> See, I appeal to both sides. It's all good. Um, I'm just kidding. She's very talented. I think she's awesome. Um, I'm just not a big fan. Um, What's the nicest thing someone's ever said to you that you remember? Um, Felix. (laughs) I'm putting you in the hot seat. I know. That's where we're at. Um, Oh, okay. I remember. Um, This one time, this man that 
we'll get into it actually in this episode, but he was a part of um, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Uh-huh. And he saw me like right after our car accident and then saw me like a year later. And he was like, oh my gosh, like you just like are glowing now. Like I remember seeing you like just how broken you were. And like the amount of healing that you've done is like amazing. And I like always stuck with me because yeah, I was like... <laughs> Okay, thanks. Scary. <laughs> like, Who was he? Um, he was so Give him what? a shout out, dude. What's his name? <laughs> Gary? <laughs> Gary. Gary. Shout out to Gary. You're watching this, Gary. Appreciate you. He's watching. <laughs> okay. Cool, ready? Yeah. Next. Um Biggest pet peeve. Uh hearing people chew. Dude. I know you talked about this. Oh yes. It like I don't yeah, don't do it. <laughs> How how bad is it though for you? I mean, it's really bad for me. It's like I mean I don't know. I feel like sometimes I can just I mean if I'm like around a lot of people I'm not gonna like be like cringing but it's pretty bad. I will. Oh I will. And no. then I'll I'll be loud about it. We have to be loud about it, dude. Otherwise people will not stop. Oh my god, it's so bad, dude. I know. And you're like everyone else is thinking it. You're we're not just wrong. a little we're a little more sen- yeah. sensitive to it. Sensitive, yes. All right. Uh a goal for twenty twenty one. Goal for twenty twenty one. Um finish school. Be College? Done. College. Where are you going right now? Cal State San Marcos. Cougar Pride. Cougars. That's Pride. not a thing, but I'm gonna make it a thing. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. What year are you on? Um I'm a senior. Okay. Yeah. Oh dude. Well, so you're almost there. Well ish. Ish. December probably or like fall. Gotcha. Yeah. Are we the same age? How old are you? Twenty four. About to be twenty five. Oh. So kinda. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh what's something people love that you think is overrated? Um Coffee. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. I actually don't like peanut butter. <laughs> Even like crunchy? No. No. Nope. It's a no for me. What's what about it? Is it the texture? every like the taste really <laughs> you know who hates peanut butter is my mom wow Can't shout out it. to your mom shout out to rosa <laughs> rosa rosa I all right that. uh one thing the pandemic has taught you this is the last one that was easy yeah one thing the pandemic has taught me um appreciate the little things and just like being around people like your friends doing nothing <laughs> i mean i know it's like hard to be with your friends but like i don't know even when we like I always used to like want to be out and like doing something with my friends and now just like being in my backyard, like socially distanced. I'm like, this is fine. Like, this is so great. Like a little bonfire. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get that. You kind of, I think it's, it's helped people kind of either slow down or Mm -hmm. figure out what they're doing isn't healthy or what they were doing wasn't healthy or like, I don't know. I, I like to look at this whole thing as like a positive not a po- I mean, obviously people have died, but <laughs> sir, <laughs> no, dude, dude, COVID's so dead. Um, no, someone's going to take that out of context one day. Um, no, there have been positives to this whole crazy, like, yeah, thing. I know people that have like started businesses, mm-hmm. I know people who've, whose businesses have failed and then they've found another job and they're like, this is what I was meant to do. So, yeah, it's always important to uh, enjoy the little things, guys. Yeah. Um, all right, I want to get into. What am I getting into with you? Um, let me go back to my timer. Can't even find it. Uh, so I am, we talked about this before. We're going to get right into it. I am fascinated 
with trauma mm-hmm. because until recently it hasn't really like hit me that like everyone goes through something and yeah. i always talk about it like now mm-hmm. everyone goes through something um i was we we're both working for the city of, of escondido mm-hmm. um in 2015 15 yeah i was working at the east valley community center shout out to the evcc oh, wow. um i know <laughs> and uh i don't remember how i heard but i i i remember you going through a situation that was just like it was heartbreaking for all of us because going back to kind of community where we even though a lot of us didn't work in the same places mm-hmm. like we we all were we knew what we all had to go through and like just working with kids yeah it was working tough. with the city <laughs> working with politics like we're gonna all that crap so you tend to find that like middle ground mm-hmm. and I mean, just let's let's get into it. Like, explain what happened. You went through a uh, an accident. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Get into it. Um. So in 2015, my family and I were on our way to um, the Tijuana airport, and our flight left at like six in the morning. So we were driving on the HOV lanes going south um, around like three in the morning. And my brother and I were like half asleep. Like we're just like going in and out of sleep kind of. And my dad was driving. My grandma was in the front seat, in the passenger seat. And my mom was like in between us. And I hear my dad say like, there's someone coming on the wrong side of the freeway. And like, I kind of woke up a little bit and I was like, what? Um, And I didn't really react. Cause I was like, as I said, like going in and out of sleep. And then the next thing I know is I, like, open my eyes and I see lights, like, coming, like, straight at us. And my dad, like, trying to swerve out of the way. And then, like, I just hear, like, this, like, loud hit. And then um, I, like, you know, I'm, like, I open my eyes and, like, looking around, like, what just happened? And my mom's, like, not next to me anymore. And my brother's, like, where's the phone? Like, we need to call 911. And, like, just, like, thinking logically after, like this just happened, you know? Um, And I don't see my grandma and I see my dad like just like unconscious right there. And I'm like, what the hell? And um, like the next day I found out, I was like woke up in the hospital and I found out that we were just hit by a drunk driver. Um, And my dad and my grandma were killed instantly. My mom was in a coma. Like they didn't know if she was gonna make it. She had a very low survival rate or um, they thought she like wasn't gonna make it. And my brother was also in a coma. So I was the only one that was like aware of like what was happening. Right. Um, And I didn't know that like my dad and my grandma hadn't made it yet, you know? And so I like wake up and I see my aunts and uncles in the hospital and ICU room with me. And I'm like, where's my dad? And they all just kind of like look around, like no one knows like who's gonna tell me. Yeah. Yeah. And then a reverend walks in and he, he's the one that broke the news and I like, I think I was like on a lot of medication at that point, but I didn't react. Like I, my reaction was like, you were like, Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. Damn. And like, that was it for like, probably like over a week. Like I didn't re- like, I just didn't react to it. I was just like, okay, like yeah. I can't move, but <laughs> like, yeah, that was. So did, did you walk out of the, um, what's it called? of like the room or whatever to see your family or they were around you already? 
No. So I woke up in the ICU, like in a room and the nurse was in there and was like, oh, let me go get your family for okay. you. And so they all walked in. Okay. Um, and I don't think like that many people are even allowed in the ICU room, but yeah. they're probably like, no, like it's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's, that's, I remember like watching it on the news. Yeah. I remember hearing about it first and then watching it on the news and I was like, like, dude, someone in my circle right like this happened to like this is stuff you see maybe in like a tragic movie what's that movie the vow the vow? That movie? no I no don't. channing tatum uh oh yes rachel yes, mcadams yes. yeah that dude, like that happens there and then anyway yeah <laughs> yeah <Okay>. um <laughs> but that's like stuff you see like in tv and stuff yeah and then or you and this is kind of common you see it on the news and you go, oh, shit, that sucks. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. You, like, don't ever think about it again. You don't think about it ever again. Exactly. No. Um, what kind of went through your mind after you were kind of out of um, or off of the, the pain meds and all that? And you can kind of remember what's going on. Yeah. Well, I was process. on it for um, on them for a long time, actually. Um I was in the hospital for almost two weeks and then I got sent home and then I had to go back into the hospital because I had an infection. So I was there for like another week and like this whole time I'm like on medication. And then even when I'm home, I'm like, you know, so yeah, because I had just like broken so many things and like had surgeries. But like, I do remember actually having this thought of like, like laying in the hospital room and like seeing it to the freeway from there and being like, all of these people are just like going on about their lives like just another day and like my world has literally just like come to a stop like like i don't know what's next after this you know and so like that was really crazy to think about you almost feel so small yeah yeah because you're like i don't know like i remember like being in the car and then like looking on the freeway like seeing if anyone was going to stop to help us that night and like just seeing like get onto the HOV lane and like oh, when you were actually in the car right, like yeah and like, people were just driving by yeah I mean like we did get help like some people did stop and maybe like I couldn't see like maybe they had already stopped and that's why they kept going yeah um but like I was like those people probably like aren't thinking about us like today like a couple of days later right they're probably like oh like that sucks hope they're okay and like going on about their lives you know um so yeah like I don't know. <laughs> and and something I want to say, I have friends who like, or people I know who, when an accident happens, they're like on their phone. And they're just like. Yeah. And and dude, that bugs me. And it's bugged me since it never, I never got it put into like perspective. Like you have no idea kind of how this affected me. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it kind of goes back to that whole like, oh, you kind of feel so small, but like when i i see that they're like oh crazy accident and i'm like okay you're trying to warn people Mm -hmm. i guess but you're also recording someone's worst day of their life yeah i don't know if they lost someone you don't know like the severity of it Mm -hmm. um but yeah that don't don't do that like that that bugs the shit out of me and i always dangerous (laughs) yeah well yeah besides that you're gonna cause another accident (laughs) um but so while you were like in and out of the hospital, where were your your brother and your mom? Um, so I got taken to Sharp, um, and they got taken to Scripps. I, th- I don't know which Scripps, but they were taken to one of the Scripps, and they were together. 
different ICU rooms. Still, um, still yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and then when like a few days after I was at Sharp, they moved me over to Kaiser because that's our insurance. Um, and then my brother, once he was out of his coma, they moved him over to Kaiser. And they say like they never let this like happen but they let us be in the same room together because they're like all the rooms are shared at least on the floor that we were on yeah and like i remember like being having like going from an icu room of like having my own room um and then going to kaiser and i like was with a stranger the first and i was like crying i was like i don't want this like i don't want to share a room like the fuck are you (laughs) yeah i'm like i don't know just like being a little brat like there's worse things like going on right (laughs) now (laughs) you know i didn't I even like, process that like, <laughs> i was like i don't i don't want i want my own room like <laughs> can't even cross your arms they're broken <laughs> literally <laughs> um yeah and then so i don't know my family was like really great and just like advocated for us like that whole time and we're somehow able to like pull some strings and got my brother and i in the same room um and then my mom was still at scripts because they were just like we're better with like more intensive care yeah um and yeah like monitoring her yeah when when did you kind of when did it hit you that i lost my dad just my, everything. everything um because i'm sure it just kind of yeah um okay so actually um i feel like i'm kind of the person that will just like suppress all my emotions and internalize like, yeah. yeah and so i was in the when I was at Kaiser already with my brother, um, we had a social worker that would like come in and check on us. And every time she came in, like I had mentioned, like I just didn't cry or like react for a while, you know? Um, and so she came in and like, was like, Carly, like talk to my brother. And like, I think he like actually shared like how he was feeling. And she came to me and I was like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> it's like, sis, like <laughs> you're not good. You yeah, know? Yeah. And she, like, got in my face. And, like, I'm not saying this is, like, the right thing, the right way to go about it. But it's definitely, like, I guess what I needed. Yeah. She was, like, you just lost your dad and your grandma. Like, you're not, like, this is not a dream. Like, you're not dreaming this. Like, not a nightmare. Like, this is your life now. And, like, you kind of need to face that at this point, you know. And I remember just, like... I couldn't like hold that in anymore. I just like sobbed yeah. and like, yeah. And then I remember like um, our high school youth pastor was in the room at the time and he was just like, watch this like all happen. So he was just like, can I pray with you? And we like prayed together and, you know, like I felt kind of better, but yeah. it was just like, at that point it was like, okay, like there's no like hiding like that I'm sad about this or like, right. you know. How was yeah. your how was your brother reacting to it? Um well, I didn't really like know initially because he like was at the other hospital and so he had his own visitors and I'm sure he had like his own conversations where he like was already like had started grieving. Right. Um but I didn't remember him like hearing him say like very often like it's okay like there's always something to be grateful for and like we <sighs> we <laughs> like That's we crazy. just like need to find like like what we're grateful for still and like even in this mess like like god's with us and like you know damn so yeah when when did your mom wake up i guess or when was she kind of stable and yeah i don't even like because at a point you lost both your parents yeah like you i mean 
as far as you're concerned, you were like, well, right. Well, actually, like my family didn't want me to be like super worried. So they were telling me like, your mom's in stable condition. This whole stuff. Yeah. Fucking like, liars. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. what like, else can they say? Well, yeah. Like they're never like, you know, so I probably like at that point would have like lost my shit, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, so yeah, they were telling like, she's like in critical condition, but she's like doing okay. And kind of just like, like would always end it with like, she's doing okay. Like, don't worry, you know? Right. Um, but then, when I got home, so I didn't have like my phone on me in the hospital or anything and like TV, like someone else had the remote, like they were not about to let me like scroll and like watch the news to see right. what was going on. Yep. Um, but when I got home and I got technology, I like saw that, like, that's not how she was doing. Um, and I don't exactly actually remember like when she woke up, but I know it was like, I was at home at that point, so it had to be like a few weeks later. Okay. Um, and I remember like, like knowing that they were gonna tell her. Like once she woke up, there my aunt or someone was gonna tell her about my dad. But my mom had like a, tr- I think it's called like a trek in her throat, and so she couldn't really talk, and so she would like ask about my dad and like, like. Sh- in her mind, she's like, I'm saying these words. And I think everyone kind of knew what she was asking, but they were just like played on because they were like, I don't think she's like ready for us to tell her. So they're like, oh, I don't know what you're saying to us. And like, you know, and then finally, like I found out that they were going to tell her. And I remember like sobbing that night. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like I like thought she was going to die. Like if the, the crash didn't kill her, like I thought the heartbreak was going to like, she was just going to be done and so I was like terrified and then I like didn't want to know <laughs> and the next day I was like how did it go and they were like she took it like well like she I was good as it. you can take it but also she was on medication so yeah yeah Damn. and that was like a few weeks later too so she didn't I don't know I think she knew yeah. when she woke up and like they weren't answering but she like wanted like confirmation you know right so let's get to the part of the uh, kind of the trauma where people don't talk, really talk about or like ask is like one month, two month, two months down the road. What was it like not having your dad there? Um, yeah, it was hard because it was like, I can't say the house felt quiet. I feel like most people would say that after they lose someone. Um, but obviously in the situation, it was very different. Our house was like constantly filled with people. Um, our family was like always coming in to check on us. My friends were always coming in to check on us. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, like I have, um, an aunt in Mexico who like put her life on hold and like moved here for like months Wow. and, um, is my mom's sister. So she like moved here for months. And so she was just like always there and like, we were very, very lucky and blessed. Um, but so the house, I can't say like felt lonely, but it did feel weird, like walking around or like father's day came up shortly after and like i remember that felt like a punch in the gut like i was like oh like why you know yeah um so things like that were like definitely hard and like it felt like you could feel like they they weren't there but it was also just weird because it was like we're like there's so much to focus on at that time like because at the same time it's like court hearings and like like attorneys are calling us and like that's right and like my mom is like still in the icu like she's 
out of her coma, still in the ICU, like what's next? And like, there's just a lot. I feel like, yeah, honestly, like our, like when we fully started to grieve, like it was like months later. Like I think my dad and my grandma's funeral was like a month and a half or two months after the crash. So it was like, even that was a while after. So after the dust, do you know what happened to the guy that? Yeah, we had to like see him in court a few times. Um, what was that like? That was hard. Like, yeah, I just remember feeling like, angry. Like, I don't want to go. And I had to like testify. Like, so we had to go like relive all of this in front of him. Right. And like, just like you're doing now. I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, I feel like, I mean, now I'm, I feel more equipped to right. do this. No, right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, like. Um, I think he got 13 or 11 years, something like that, wow. like 11 or 13 years in prison. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> so, yeah, I think they added, heavy. so it's like 10 years for like one life and then like they add three for like a second life, which is like how, and, um, it's like a cable package or some shit like I don't dude, know, dude. The, i could get into the judicial judicial <laughs> system right now but <laughs> i won't it's just all messed up yeah. but um yeah so he ended up doing like a plea deal and i don't know his attorney was like this attorney that the chargers would hire for their dui <laughs> so like he had money money <laughs> um and so we're talking he, we're talking about this earlier remember about the store the uh, uh-huh. place the yeah privilege privilege, privilege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah anyway anyway <laughs> um what was i saying <laughs> you were talking about how it, it was just a whirlwind oh yeah and stuff it was just and- hard yeah like i feel like we finally were able to like start properly like grieving like months later and that was how 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 like how I don't even know what to ask. It, yeah. Was it just kind of like, oh my God, I lost my dad. Yeah. Um, and also just like talking with our mom about it because I think like, like my brother and I never wanted to talk about it with my mom at the beginning. We're like, how did like, it's like this huge elephant in the room. Like, okay, we all know what happened here, <laughs> but like no <laughs> one is like bringing this up. Right. And my mom was like, hello. Like no one is talking to me about this. Yeah. Like, and so finally, like, we, and like, I hate crying in front of people. Like, I just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I'm working on because I'm like, it's not a sign of weakness. Like, everyone cries. Like, everyone cries. But it's just really hard for me to do that. And it's like, even like, I don't know, at that point, it felt like even more in front of my mom that like, she just lost like her husband, like her partner. And like, you don't want to show her that you're hurting to right. add, add more to that list. And yeah. Um, but eventually we just started like slowly talking about like what happened and like my mom started asking questions because she didn't remember anything and I remembered everything. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, that's kind of how, I don't know. Um, damn. Yeah. That's, uh, that's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for some reason, let's talk about me. Um, I'm a, I'm a very like empathetic person. So thinking about, I always, I always think I always have people that either lost someone or I don't know, had some sort of situation happen in their life where it just changed. And I've, Mm -hmm. I've always been very kind of like observant and I see that these things kind of affect them. And every time, like every father's day, I'll think of you and your family 
like mm-hmm. every single Father's Day, and it it'll even be just kind of like a wow, yeah, like a, like a kind of like a grateful thing, mm-hmm. but then also like a now I'm not very religious, mm-hmm. but it'll be kind of I guess in religious terms like a prayer, like I'll be like I hope you know I hope it's going great, I hope they're 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 thinking about their dad in like a like mm-hmm. a higher light and and celebrating him. Um, how did religion play into the I mean the grieving process, the the growing process. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call it, but the the because I wouldn't call it moving on, right? It would be more of like living with it. Yeah. How did how did religion play into that? Because it seems like you guys were already religious before. Yeah, um, we've grown up in a Catholic house, Mexicans, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I grew up like that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> changed. Yeah, um, and well, okay literally when it happened like when i was telling you like oh my brother was like looking for a phone uh-huh. and he was looking for a phone to call 911 pulled himself up to turn on the emergency light so like no other cars would hit us <laughs> and then yeah like the mind of this guy dude that's <laughs> I was, like, crazy i literally just like laying there i was like yeah like, <laughs> i'm not moving <laughs> <laughs> um and it like literally the next like thing that came out of his mouth is like okay guys let's pray like yeah and so we just started praying in the car like waiting for the ambulance to come waiting for someone to come and help us like um because the call wasn't going through to 911 like on my mom's phone and so we're just like praying for like help because we're like i don't know what's about to you know and we just started praying and um like literally the whole time like we're in the hospital like every night like we would pray and um i just think like we were just so surrounded by prayers that like for us it was like there's no way that like God's not real or like God isn't like watching over us right now or like, I don't know. And so we were just like, go to church and like do our thing, you know? Um, but just like, see, like, I think maybe not in that moment, like realizing that like it was God, but like looking back, we're like, there's like no, like, there's no way that's a coincidence or like, right. I don't know. Um, I have a cousin who, um we've always like thought that well i've always thought that she's like gifted like spiritually and Dude, mexican households <laughs> mexican households. we have the one yeah paola um i went to a church retreat and she was on it and um so catholics do a thing it's called adoration and um it's like a priest walks by and like he walks around with jesus and I was like, not like you pray and there's like worship music playing in the background. And I was like, not feeling it. Like, I was just like, eh, like, I'm just like sitting here, like, yeah. you know, and she comes over to me after like sobbing and I'm like, oh, like she felt something like, I don't know, like thinking it was just like about her. And she's like, I saw him. And I was like, who saw who? <laughs> and she's like, I saw your dad. I felt like this like huge blanket was like put on me when like the priest came by next to me. And, like, I couldn't, like, hold myself up anymore. Like, I, like, like literally like, fell over. And there was, like, this bright white light. And then I saw your dad. And I saw grandma. And he just, like, told me to tell you that he's, like, super proud of you. And, like, it's okay. Like, yeah. He's, like, it's okay. Like, you guys can, like, live your life. Like, you know. And I went home, like, so, I was, like, oh, I thought I wasn't feeling anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a wreck. <laughs> And so I like went home um, and then she called my mom that night too to tell her. Um, and so we were like, 
we can't just like be like chained to like what happened to us you know like there's like more like we have to live our lives and um like we just have to like know that he is like in a better place and you know yeah yeah so i mean my mom has that same thing and i think she passed it on to me because there's been now i'm not like i said i'm not very religious Uh but there's been times where i've just been like uh you know you have those skeptical like yeah exactly um my grandma died i think last year not i think she died last year and uh two years ago no no this year wow no 2020 2020 yeah died in 2020 and um i was like i was i remember i was washing the dishes Mm -hmm. and um I heard, I clearly heard her, not even someone, her say my name. And, and then she would always do this, like, like this Mm. gasp when she was just like frustrated. And I clearly heard that. And I was like, (laughs) like, I looked and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, it was, it was just the fan. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's the fan in the other room. You want to like scare yourself? Yeah, exactly. And then I like, I, yeah. And I kept like washing the dishes and then i heard again and then i heard i felt dude and i just got chills i felt like a a, a like a little wind uh-huh and i was like dude this, this fan's dude, <laughs> she's like, like felix don't ignore dude. me <laughs> i'm talking to you <laughs> i was like this fan's going crazy dude yeah. and, I, and i look up because we have like cabinets and then mm-hmm. i like i look up fans off and i'm like God. it's just a window and i looked at the windows closed and i'm like dude Dang. that night i was just like I, I i can't sleep yeah um have you had any of those situations where you you kind of you get a little sign where you're just like oh dude that's dad not about my dad actually um but about my grandma really? so she had moved in with us like a few months before the accident and um there was like a smell in her house, like in her apartment, bef- like that she lived in before. The smell, yep. And I walk into my house, and no one was home. Um, I came in like after work, or like I don't know, some. No one was home, and it literally smelled just like her apartment, like just as if she had just like walked by that door. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like home alone. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back out that way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> um but i was like whoa that was so weird um but i think that's like been the only one really actually wow yeah it's those little things where i'm just like and i've had this kind of push and pull with religion where it's been like oh i don't really and i've met people i mean you're like the eighth one tenth one on my list where you talk about religion in such a way of of you know growing up as a, like a catholic yeah a young catholic kid you're like you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this uh-huh. you can't do this. and it's always been like rules for me whereas like and there's like a list of like to do's that you have to do to be like a good catholic exactly yeah. but then i meet people like yourself where it's just like no it's just like part of my life yeah like your your brother yeah was like oh let's just pray yeah <laughs> like what yeah. i would be like what the <laughs> fuck who hit us <laughs> you know i'd be freaking the hell out like <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like yeah yeah he's let's like, pray All right, let's do it like, yeah man so do you think this kind of got you closer to god yeah 
were you as religious as you were before? Or I'm sorry, are you, how do I say this? Were you religious before as much as you are now? Um, yes, but I do think like there was a lot of like wrestling and fighting with God, like back then. Um, no, like after the accident, okay. like just like what the hell, God? Like, Why would you let this happen? Yeah, like excuse me. Um, but then just like looking back, like I said, like all these like little things, and it's like he's like always been there and. Like, we're on the other side, you know, we're, like, almost six years out. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I feel like at this point, it's, like, we literally would not be here. <laughs> like, but like I don't know what I would have done without, like, my faith, you know? Yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. So, I I think I'm, like, I I feel like I was, like, very religious back then, too. So, I wouldn't know. I don't know if I would say, like, I'm more right now but I, just kind at of least your, like yeah it's like a wave like a i just found my way back yeah yeah mm-hmm. i never fully like left or like was ever like i like don't believe in god but it was it was just like fighting like like i knew he was real like i was like right. but it was always like if you like you know just like why would you let this happen why would you like why my dad yeah yeah what's life like now um like life now is i have hard days i have really good days um i've definitely learned to live with it without my dad and without my grandma um sometimes i still like like something exciting happens and i like want to call my dad and then i'm like like reality sets in you know and like that's tough but for the most part i feel like I've kind of just like leaned into it, like this like pain and like uncomfort and been like, okay, well, like it happened. Like there's no, you know, like changing that. And so like, since I was in the hospital, I like had this conversation. I was like, with God, I was like, I'm not like letting this just be like, like something good better come out of this. Like, I was like, like, this is like the shittiest thing. <laughs> Dude, you're such a brat. Dude, I was like, God, no, like, I am. <laughs> but I was like, something good better come out of this. Like, I'm not going to just, like, this is not going like, to be, I don't know. And so I feel like I've just, like, fought so hard for it to be like, okay, like, what, like, to find, like, the goodness in it, which is hard because it's literally just, like, this like hole of like you know like a just like a tornado like I don't know um but I feel like at this point I've been able to like connect with people that I like would have never connected with if like this would have never happened and just kind of like help them on their healing journey of like especially like girls that have lost their dad like I messaged my friend um after she lost her dad and she like her response was like, yeah, I thought of you when that happened. And so, I don't know. I've, like, po- I've, like, talked about this before on, like, my social media. But, like, just when, like, trauma happens, it's, like, it opens this, like, door that, like, like, it wasn't open before for you. And it's, like, not a good place to be. Like, it's not like a, like, no one wants to, like, walk through that door, right? But, like, once you're there, it's, like, okay, well, like, let's hold hands and, like, let's, like, let's get through this together, yeah. you know? And, like just like let me like open that door for you and like let some light pour in and so like that's kind of 
where I'm at now. Uh-huh. Has this, um, this, I mean, I don't know what to call it, like a situation. Has this whole situation giving you, given you like a different purpose in life, do you think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I used to just like, I used to not know what I wanted to do at all. And like, not that I even know now really like I don't know I feel like I have like teacher or like I don't know um but I feel like now it's just like literally just like helping people out of darkness which is like weird because I feel like there was a point where like I literally couldn't even help myself <laughs> yeah um but just like fighting through that and now I'm like yeah like like you can do hard things like I can do hard things you can do hard th- like let's do them together you know right um and so I feel like now that's kind of like where I'm at of just like, it's uncomfortable and it's hard. Um, but like you're strong, so let's do it. Yeah. And I don't really know like what exactly it is that I'm going to do, but I feel like just like anywhere that I am that like life takes me, that's kind of like, like I connect with people in that way, you know? Right. Um, is that what you're going to school for to be a teacher? Um, child and adolescent development but yeah i think like preschool teaching preschool yeah why that that low i love preschool (laughs) i just like honestly i don't i don't i'm not crazy about school but i remember preschool's my shit (laughs) (laughs) dude you ran i ran that shit (laughs) yeah like that was my oh like (laughs) if i could (laughs) what dude preschool's just so fun like all you all i did was like color play nap snack like living the life it's true and so i was already like a preschool teacher for like a couple of years and it was so fun like like all i did was like sing songs and like read stories to like i don't know i had like very beginning preschool so i had like two and three year olds (laughs) it takes a special person man it was a lot of fun i mean hi how are you oh really (laughs) yeah there's definitely like moments and days where i was like oh my gosh like yeah yeah that's with everything though every every like worth working with kids you're just like you guys are and like i feel like at the after school program though like that was me ever i like left and i was like oh my gosh like i can't go back (laughs) there's never one kid on one they're all on it all of them it's just like a shit shit like they're running around like oh my gosh that was rough yeah it was Controlled chaos. Dude, we really went through that. <laughs> I remember. Here we are. <laughs> I remember I started. I started at uh, at Rock Springs. Shout out to Rock Springs. Um, and I had, I think thirty something kids to myself. Mm-hmm. And it was I was new. I was the new staff, so yeah. they were trying to obviously See what test they could me. Pull. Yeah, and then uh, I got some other person, and they did terrible. And like I started kind of building that foundation of this is how we should be and this is how respectful you should be and blah blah blah, uh-huh. and then that person just like kind of ruined that. Yeah, Dude, that was absolutely rough. That I think that's one of the the hardest jobs I've ever had, just because what, that says a lot about my life. It's so easy, <laughs> but um, just because no, that's a tough job, dude. Because you're so invested in the kids, yeah, and then 
they do something and you're like, oh, dude, I got to get you in trouble. I know. Especially yeah. in Escondido, they they act up for a reason. Yeah. Because at home, I had a kid who came up to me and goes, hey, I have to walk home today. I'm like, why? Dad got arrested again. Oh, I'm like, my gosh. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And I was just like, like, what do you say to that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry it happened again. And the fact that he knew is just like, yeah he's gonna go down that same path it's not his fault yeah it's like it's like a cycle it's a freaking cycle but um i want to kind of move on to to lighter a lighter topic Mm -hmm. or lighter topics uh you worked at disneyland i did work at disneyland (laughs) i love i have my uh, annual pass in my pocket still because i'm Uh hoping and praying that one day i'll get that email hey we're open It's only to annual annual Honestly, pass holders. I don't know. Keep waiting, dude. <laughs> so give me, the, dude, give me the deets, man. On on, first of all, what's it like? It's like great and like it sucks at the same time. Would you do that? I was um in parking and transportation. Oof. Um, so I like helped park cars, but I was also like on the back of the tram um like spilling you know (laughs) um yeah that was like my favorite for sure but like parking cars like i would get yelled at all the time and like by the patrons going there yeah and like cussed at like there and it was usually it was annual pass holder so if you're an annual pass holder be nice like (laughs) if you're anyone dude be nice you're at disneyland i know oh see one time (laughs) i'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna sidetrack again, yeah. Yeah. Dude, one time I went to the the Star Wars the Cantina thing. Uh huh. First of all, overrated. That's gonna be my my number (laughs) one. I haven't gone. It's like I paid like eighteen bucks for one little drink. (laughs) It's like, dude, what the hell is this? Um, but I went there and there was a guy that was like, "Hey, how how can we get in here?" And the lady was like, "Oh, you need an appointment Mm -hmm. or a little uh, you gotta book your spot." And he's like, "Well, mine's in an hour," and the lady's like okay come back in an hour and he goes well i can't get in right now and she's like you're you have to wait till your spots are and he goes dude straight up and i'm sorry very foul language coming he goes you fucking cunt dude literally turns around storms goes to the back of the line i'm like why are you going to the back of the line you can't get in dude yeah wait one hour like and his kid was right now i'm like Mm. dude yeah. So if you're going to Disneyland, make sure you're in a good mood. Like, anyway. Please be nice. Because God. I just feel like cast members are nice until like someone is like mean like that. And then it's like and you wouldn't even be and mean. if they react I know, right. But then if they react to that, they're like, Oh, like aren't cast members supposed to be nice? And it's like they're also people. Hello. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like oh. And they have to stay in character or whatever. Many moons or whatever. <laughs> Happy moons or <laughs> Why? You know what are you trying to say? You, know, you, you never went to Star Wars Land? Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. With rising, rising moons, or whatever. Um, I actually don't know. Well, but. every time I get a blue milk, they say that. Okay, rising moons, thanks, <laughs> and I'm like, rising moons, bye. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> God, I miss this land. Oh my god. But anyway, yeah. um, is it true that they have underground tunnels and stuff? Uh, there's like one I think that I knew of. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's like, it's literally like a whole like city, I feel like in the back. Cause everyone just has to like get around without yeah. like being seen by everyone, you know? Um, but I think there's only like one underground one and it's kind of cool. Cause there's like, it's kind of like a, I forgot what they call it, 
but it's like a time travel kind of a thing like there's just like pictures from like every year at disneyland so it's like it's pretty cool that's so sick yeah what did you get out of that whole situation not situation that whole uh i mean that job honestly like i feel like i was turned into like a very mean person when i really? was just because people were so mean oh, yeah dude. and i like starting it i had seen like some of like my coworkers, and i was like i hope i don't they're like, turn this like job, that these people. yeah but i was like excuse me <laughs> yeah you're like um, we work at the happiest place on earth i know but i think like i was just like stoked that i got to just like play in the parks every day after my shift and like and meet new people like all the time so there was definitely like some good what were people mean about well for me and like parking it was like yeah i was like why do i have to park back here and i was like their rest are taken <laughs> like or like they would say like hey like i hurt my finger or like my wife's pregnant can we park in the front and i was like hey no you don't need your finger to walk <laughs> like go park <laughs> you know yeah or like one time i had this guy was like hey we have kids can we like park up there and i like straight up like i was like i'm so sorry like don't want to be rude at all but you're at Disneyland and everyone has kids. So, like, no. Dude. And he, like, got my name and, like, was going to go to City Hall. I was like, whatever. Like, that was a whole thing. But I was like, you're at Disneyland, sir. Like, you're going to be waiting in lines. Like, you're going to be walking. I don't. It's insane. Yeah. Are so. You... I have kids, dude. I hope that guy's listening. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> what's, your, what's your top, let's say top three favorite disneyland and actually let's do disneyland and then california adventure top three disneyland uh just anything anything at disneyland yeah um let's start from three and then go up to one okay uh three i really like indiana jones oh yes such a, i mean it's always like broken down but yeah, dude, I know. <laughs> always I know. you're in the middle of line and it's like I mean, oh you have to wait because it's been broken yeah or like they're just like the cast members are at the front and they're like keep going like yeah. it's closed yeah. <laughs> um that's like probably one of my faves um number two uh, hot seat hot seat part I know, two hot seat part disney, two disney hot seat <laughs> um i love the fireworks at night they're my favorite thing ever i mean really? yeah i like i'm like a big like like shows kind of a girl like yeah yeah i'm like just phantasma like or whatever phantasmic Fant- phantasmic yeah. you're fake, fake sure, i love disneyland Dude. get out of here <laughs> i just i had just gotten my pass and then it closed um, yeah sorry anyway phantasmic yeah phantasmic is cool but the, the fireworks. fireworks are like i don't know i like the music and the fireworks together is i think it's also your it's the end of the day yeah your feet hurt yeah you're like you're content with everything that's just happened yeah all the, like, all the snacks all the rides <sighs> yep and yeah. then you're sitting there ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and then like you know people you if you go enough you know when it's about to end so then you can run to it yeah a, you know in the grand finale you're like, yeah. all right bye everyone yeah <laughs> yeah and then all the little kids are leaving and you're like yes dude i have like 20 more minutes yeah yep. yeah all right top one um mickey and the magical map rest in peace not there anymore but what is that Oh my gosh. Fake you as fuck. Know. Fake as fuck. Poser. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is that? I tell ya. Right. Well, I guess you'll never know now. But um, it was like this cool show 
that was near Toontown and like Small World. And it was like Mickey was like trying to paint this dot on like this map that was up there. And like he would like hit it with like a paintbrush and it would take him to like different parts of the world. And then it would be like different, like Mulan was in it and like wherever it like took him, like those like like princesses or like characters would come out. And like Lilo and Stitch, like Stitch was up there like dancing, shake his butt. Like <laughs> it was a good show. That's sick. Yeah. Missed it. Yeah. Mm. All right, Stitch California Adventure. California Adventure. California Adventure. Uh, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> really? <laughs> the- that I'm. That one I think is underrated. Mm-hmm. I think the animatronics are so sick. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but I, I just think there's like it. never a wait. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's always, always walk on. Yeah. Um, the song slap. <laughs> like, I'm like always like jamming on Yeah, and the little shells. Oh, little shells are like yes, open, closed. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I love the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Hell yeah! I had a friend who like he um, shout Damien. <laughs> he would go on it every single day of our program. He had like an aerial streak. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he was committed. Shout but Damien, he like yeah. he like did it because he was like, I want to just like do something for our program, but also like that's so easy because like he worked at California Adventures and yeah. so he was like, There's never a wait, like let's do it, you know. That's true. So yeah. I thought it was cool, but <laughs> so every time I go on I think of him. <laughs> Which is No, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. If I can ever go back. Yeah, if they ever open the gates. Um okay, two. I really like Soren. Mm. like the smells Mm -hmm. the sights Mm -hmm. it's like a whole experience you know like you actually are traveling yep did you ever go to soren over california Mm -hmm. before it was 2000 going over the sequoias and everything yeah last year i think it was well not 2020 2019 yeah um i think they changed it back to cal to soren over california for like a couple of months and it was yeah i was like was in a pass holder. Oh, you missed out. I know. <laughs> uh, and top one was uh, the Frozen live at the Hyperion Theater. <laughs> no, listen, so good. Okay. Listen, like. I thought I you were gonna say uh, what's it called? The Incredicoaster. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, like I love it, but. Dude, there's just. <sighs> That's the goal. You show up to California Adventure, and you're like, <gasps> and then you see the. But then you just run on, and it's like, and it's over in seconds. But it's the dopest seconds of your. <laughs> and then when you go through the cookies and it smells. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> God. And that whole like, I think the whole Pixar area. Yeah. So sick. And then the cool. the soldiers come out from uh, Toy Story. Uh-huh. Big Toy well, Story guy. Oh. They're just like. Come on in, dude. Oh my God! Wow, that's pretty good. You should like audition. I should. Disney, hire me. That would be so dope. Yeah. I think until people start screaming at me. Well, I feel like if you're like a character, like you're you're in the clear. I feel like people are like. Yeah, but you know, there's always that asshole kid or something. Show us your gun or something (laughs) stupid. And you're just like, "Ah." and you got to be all positive about it. (laughs) Like stay in character. Yeah, that's that's tough. I Yeah. The one time I saw Frozen. And um, dude was thick. Like he was. With two C's? Three. Whoa. Dude, he was, thick. he walked by and like, I I don't know if it was like padding or something, but like, <laughs> dude, his legs were ginormous uh-huh. and then his butt was just like the biggest thing I've ever seen. I was like, 
dude and i told i was told my friend i looked over at my friend zach i was like did you and he's like yeah <laughs> and people were like screaming at him like yo he's sick and oh i was like oh my god so that's that's the stuff where i'm like oh, i don't think i don't know really yeah i kind of love that for him though <laughs> i mean dude squats yeah dude squats doesn't miss but yeah anyway the point of this podcast is that i miss disneyland yeah what's next for you um what do you think besides graduating besides graduating um i don't really know <laughs> i don't really have plans here i'm just kind of go with the flow kind of girl yeah <laughs> um yeah i think just like finding i don't know if i'm gonna something with like schools i might go back to preschool i might do a credential program who knows but yeah. i feel like i just like love being around kids it's so fun so probably something kids <laughs> different thing every every day yeah you know what's crazy is uh going back to like what happened to you mm -hmm. i when i was working in poway i was working on an after school program mm -hmm. at ess and uh there was a girl who lost her dad in a motorcycle accident mm. um i don't know if i can say her name her name's evie and she was <laughs> dude the sweetest girl mm -hmm. you know those sweet kids where you just go yeah, like they can do no wrong. Like, dude, even if she did wrong, oh, yeah, like, you're like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, like, Evie, come here. <laughs> don't do that, okay? Or if you do it, don't let me see it. Yeah. Or I always be like, like hey, did I, you do yeah. that? I know you did it. I, like, I did. Yeah. You're like, no, you did it, <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, Evie comes up to me and she's just like, my daddy's gone. And I was just like, I had to go in the bathroom and just start crying. I was like, oh, bawling, gosh. dude. I asked my coworker, I was like can you watch my kids she was like yeah and i was like okay and then i went in the bathroom yeah. and was just crying dude, devastating she had a brother and like yeah. yeah immediately i i mean i thought of you i was just like damn dude yeah so i had um when covid started i went i was working at the preschool and i became like the only teacher for distance learning for mm -hmm. preschoolers and so i took on like all of the kids that ended up doing distance learning that I didn't even know. So one of the little girls one day, she was like, um, I don't have a dad. Like my daddy died. And like, in that moment, I was like, Oh my God. Like it's either like just kind of brush it off yeah. or like, like take that moment and Get like to it. make a connection with that girl. Uh -huh. And like, you know, like I see you. And so I was like, thought about it for a second. I was like, Oh my God, what do I do? Yeah. And then I was like, mine did too and like we just kind of talked about it and oh. she's like yeah like i miss him and i was like it's okay like we can miss him like it's okay to be sad so, you know like i just kind of talked to her about it and i was i don't know it was like really sweet um but i was also like oh my gosh like that's so sad that like she's just so little and i'm like i wish she didn't have to you know and they know too like we th we we always think and honestly i was i was gonna make a video about this like a one-off video but Everyone always thinks that like young people are stupid. I've I've had I had a lady, mm. um, a client who I had a I guess it was a misunderstanding with, and she said, "Oh, you know, you're young." It's, you know, I I I I gave her a call and I was like, mm. "Yo, what's what's the problem? Let's let's hash this out." Yeah. And I was very civil, and she goes well, you know, I needed this from you and this and this. And I was like, well, you know, it was a misunderstanding because blah, blah, blah. Anyway, 
the point is she kept throwing out, well, you know, you're young to this business and you're young to the entrepreneur life. And that's, that's another word for you're stupid. Mm. Like, you know, you're too dumb to figure this out or you're too dumb to, um, and honestly, if anyone ever tells anyone that like any of like my listeners, if you ever get that, like you fuck them, like we're the future. Like we, sorry, you can't figure out what's going on with you, Mm -hmm. but I'm stepping in. Yeah. And I mean, I'm kind of a, like a vengeance dude. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So like whenever I'll, I have, I don't have like a list, but like in my head, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like watch. Just like watch. Just watch dude. So then when you come back around and you see, oh, you've gotten older Mm -hmm. and you've gotten smarter. That's when I'm going to, I'm going to pop open that Dom Perrin on. (laughs) I don't even know if I said it right. And I'm just, it's going to have their name on it what's his name um dave portnoy from barstool does that he puts his name on like the, oh dude it's gonna be engraved on there that's so to oh all you gosh. young people dude keep keep fighting the fight yeah. man because we're not dumb i know we, we might be on our phones all the time we're not dumb we're just learning we're learning yeah how do you feel good that was your first podcast right yes hopefully not your last Hopefully not my last. We'll see. <laughs> like, nope, never having you on again. <laughs> well, I, wanna, I know. I want to give you cheers. Cheers. I appreciate you for being on here. And I I, I really appreciate you for, for just kind of being open about all this. And um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope it does a couple things. I hope it shows people, you know, don't drink and drive, obviously, because yeah. you're going to ruin someone's, a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Um, and also like grief everyone takes it differently everyone yeah it's so different religion everyone takes it differently i've learned to kind of respect religion mm-hmm. um i've had my moments where i'm like hey, you're not, you know what do you what does he know you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that but when it comes down to it like everyone you just got to respect each other yeah um i mean do you want to add anything um no i think just i think you got it all is like don't drink and drive i think if like there's something I said that like might have worked for me or like about like my story. Like it's just everyone's is different. So it's like what mine was like is like not what is like what someone else is going to be like, you know, but just keep one foot in front of the other and keep going and know that like you can do it, you know. Can people reach out to you? Yeah, please. Where at? Um, (laughs) (laughs) My voice cracked. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Instagram at. Oh my gosh, my high school Instagram handle. Uh, so you can change it, you know. Yeah, exactly. you I know. <laughs> I just, mm. It's Snapchat that you can't change. Oh, I didn't know about that feature. Uh, <laughs> anyways, at Carowina. <laughs> C-A-R-O-W-E-E-N-A. Carowina. Carowina on Instagram. That's not that bad. It's, I mean. It's not bad at all, actually. Not a bad but Well, right. Yeah, or um, they can hit you up for my number and i'm down for that hit me up yeah um again i appreciate you being on here and seriously like i've said before this is a it's not just a podcast it's a community if you ever i had someone reach out to me like hey can you tell so and so that i love this episode like no you tell them yourself (laughs) i think people would appreciate that they got something from you taking time out of your day sitting down and i mean getting to know you and, and your story and you sat in the hot seat twice. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I know. Stress. All right. At Thank Carolina. You. Thank you for having me. 
course. It was a pleasure. Um, you can follow me at Myurkamedia at... Uh, wait. <laughs> Excuse that. me? I totally ruined that. <laughs> totally ruined that. You can follow me on Instagram at Myurkamedia, M-A-Y-O-R-C-A-M-E-D-I-A. Um, shout out to Local Hub and Popple, our two sponsors. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for joining. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.